leads me to the direction of the cross. He restores my strength. He leads me down the right path for the sake of his reputation. Even when I must walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger. You are with me. Your body and your staff and your children. You prepare a feast before me in plain sight of my enemies. You refresh my head with oil. My health is completely good. Surely, goodness and faithfulness will pursue me all my day, and I will live in the house of the Lord for the rest of my life. You may be seated.
So whom then will you like to offer? What likeness do you prefer? Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sits above all the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are the great hearts. The stretch out of the heavens and the earth. That bringeth the princes to nothing, he maketh the judges earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, the spot shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also look upon them, and they shall written, and the whirlwind shall take them away and stuff. To whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who have created these things, that breaketh out their hopes by number. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might, so that he is strong in power, not going to death. When I say <coughs> thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord. And my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the end of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint be weary, and the young man shall only fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint.
how I know this way We still have our kids healthy and strong and healthy to still get up. We might have some aches and pains and go long, Lord, but that's still probably to your house, Lord. We might not have much gas in our car, Lord, but it'll get us here to take us home, Lord. We might not have much food in our refrigerator, Lord, but we'll be able to eat before and after. Lord, we know that this dinner provided the before and after. You won't provide it tomorrow. Lord, we know, Father, that whatever needs that we have, we're going to take care of, Lord. You heard the names of Calvary, Lord, I believe the name came from God. But we know that you are not a reactive God. You are a proactive God. Before know you said that Jesus Christ was slain before the land of the foundation of the earth. And I just know that if you slain Jesus Christ before the land of the foundation of the earth, you know I know the problem. You know what I got going on in my life. Lord, we know that your love was to call it out, though, because when praises go up, blessings come down. So we're going to send you up all the praise and all the love and all the glory. Lord, we ain't going to pray with no fancy words. We just going to call on the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus, we need you in the Jesus, we need you in the afternoon. Jesus, we need you in the hour. Jesus, we need you at the preaching time. Jesus, we need you at the singing time. Jesus, we came to worship you today. We didn't bring our problems in this church, Lord. This is not a mortuary, it's a sanctuary. And we're going to lift you up today, Lord. We're expecting you to show up and show out in this way. So bless us this day, Lord. Bless us this day. Bless every name but the sound of our voice, Lord. And we thank you more than anything, Lord, for the promise. We thank you, Lord, that your son came, bled, hung, and died, Lord, for a wretch like me. Thank you, Lord, and yet while I was still in my sins, he was taken on the cross on my behalf. Lord, we can never thank you enough for what you've done for us. And if you don't do another thing, Lord, you've done enough already. You're a good God, a mighty God. An awesome God. For God had lifted up and looked down on me. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' most blessed name. Amen.
Malachi 3, 8 through 10. Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. The man God. Yet ye have robbed me. But you say, Where have you robbed me? I have not. You are cursed with curse. For ye have robbed me even this whole day. Bring ye all the tithes, and that's what happened. That there may be need in mine house. And prove ye down here with him for the moment. I'm going to have to open the world. The window is dead. The morning hour is next to the
Oh, my baby. 
that he would long be guest to a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And then Jesus, and Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that which is lost. Thank you. As the Holy Spirit spoke to me as I was preparing a Sunday school lesson for this week for our church, verse 10 kept repeating itself to me time after time. Verse 10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that which is lost. As the Holy Spirit continually spoke to me, a man don't look like an average man. Bro. I was reminded of heat seeking missiles. Yeah. Infrared homing is a passive weapons guidance system that uses infrared light vision from a target to track and follow. Okay. Missiles which use infrared seeking are often referred to as heat seekers. Heat seekers. Yeah. And the infrared is radiated strongly by hot mass. In other words, if I'm seeking that, if I'm, if I'm looking at me, my heat, then I'm the heat seeker, then my body gives off stands off and poses that ball to show my back to be able to write instruments with it. Many such objects, many objects such as vehicle engines and aircraft generate and emit heat. And the such are especially visible to the infrared wavelengths of light compared to those in the background. Infrared seekers are passive devices, which unlike radar, provide no indication that they are tracking a tracking system. Heat seekers are extremely effective. 90% of all United States air combat losses over the last 25 years have been caused by infrared homing heat seeking missiles. All right, all right. They are, however, subject to a number of simple countermeasures. Most notably, dropping flares behind the target to provide false heat sources. Yeah. This only works if the pilot of the plane is aware of a missile and deploys the countermeasure. And the sophistication of modern heat seeking missiles has rendered countermeasures increasingly ineffective. Okay. As I looked up heat seeking missiles in Wikipedia, I was reminded of how Jesus seeks out his children in a similar way. Yeah. Jesus locked on to us while we were cold and yet in our sin. Right. And stayed locked on to us until we got hot and received him in salvation. Yeah. Before we knew it, the word of God, like a heat chicken missile that locked on to his target, had locked on to us and will not stop until it has made contact with his target or the elect of God. Yeah. And Isaiah. Chapter 15 and verse 11 says, The word of God, like a heat seeking missile, will not come back void, yeah. but will accomplish that thing which it was sent forth to do. Amen. When the word went out on the day we received salvation, most of us were still up on by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Just like the power that is blown out of the air by a missile that he never saw coming, it sometimes feels like we have been snuck up on by the Holy Ghost. As we find ourselves praying and smacking our way down the aisle in response to the preaching and teaching God's word, of God's word during the altar call, we don't even know why. 
But unlike the heat seeking missile, which is effective in getting to its target 90% of the time, the Word of God has a perfect record of reaching its intended target, you and me, 100% of the time. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit continues to deal with me the heat seeking missile. I found that sometimes the target pilot sees the missile before it can strike his plane, yeah. and he will send out countermeasures or material that puts out heat in many different directions from the airplane's tail in order to get the heat-seeking missile off target. Right. When Satan sees you and me coming to church on Sunday, when Satan sees us attending Sunday school, when Satan sees us attending Bible study, you can be assured that he will send some countermeasures your way yeah. in an attempt to distract you before the Word of God can find his mark in your heart. Amen. Yeah. So makes and we want to lift up from the book of Luke, chapter 19 and verse 10 until you hear it again. Alright. And it says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. For the next few minutes, we're going to talk on this subject. Seeking and saving. Alright. All right. There are four points we want you to see in this message. The rich, the run, the reception, and the restoration. Alright. The rich, the run, yeah. The reception and the restoration. Right. In verse 2, we find the rich. Yeah. And it says, And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, yeah. which was chief among the publicans, and he was rich. Yeah. As this text unfolds in the book of in the book of Matthew, chapter 19 and verses 1 through 2, we find a man named Zacchaeus in the city of Jericho, who was chief among the publicans. Yeah. Or the chief tax collector. And he was rich. Jericho was a major trading city known for its lusty parties. One coming into Jericho was immediately greeted with the fragrance of roses, honeycombs, and palms. Yeah. The smell of Jericho immediately disarmed the senses and placed the one entering into the city into a state of well-being. Yeah. And you observe the beautiful and well-manicured garden planted and placed throughout the city. Not only was Jericho a fragment city, it was a major trade city, and it was a major route into Egypt, Judea, and Jerusalem. Right. The city was a busy hub for trading, somewhat like New York and all things, and was well known for a bomb which came from Gilead, yeah. which served as an expensive perfume, yeah. but also gave some medicinal use. Yeah. Did it information? Soothing protected the immune system. Eliminated pain, spread healing, soothed the body, and he soothed the stomach, and he constipated the body. Right. In the city of Jericho, in that in, we are told that in verse 2 about a man named Zacchaeus, yeah. who was the chief public or chief tax collector, who was very rich. The position of chief public would belong to a person of Roman descent. Yeah. Because this is a very powerful position. And the person holding it was usually one of the richest men in the land. The chief publican made their riches by fixing property. Yeah. In other words, the chief publican was a crook, a gangster, and a way of competition all the way over the world. <laughs> all right. The chief publican was responsible <coughs> for collecting taxes from the Jews and distributed it to the proper Roman authority for the punishment of the Roman government. The chief publican would collect the taxes imposed by the Romans with a little something extra for himself. Yeah, yeah. As the older folks used to say, 
he gets cherry off the top. A Jew that held this position was especially despised because as a Jew, they were one of God's people and should have used this position to help the children of God instead of helping the city. His story is saying that Zacchaeus was a little man, but he was stocky and well built. They also say that he was a shrewd businessman who had the right to touch. <laughs> Everything that Zacchaeus touched turned to gold. Right. As my boy David Chappelle used to say, he would reach. <laughs> As the old saying goes, the book stopped with Zacchaeus. And before any dollar was given to the Roman officials, every dollar went to his hand. Yeah. Zacchaeus was Bill Gates of his day. And Roman officials didn't care how rich Zacchaeus was getting, as long as they were getting richer through him. Yeah. The Roman officials didn't care about the prayers of the Jewish people when it came to taxation without representation, as long as Rome was getting paid. Yeah. And Zacchaeus was the best at paying Rome in full, without enriching himself along the way. Yeah. Yeah. But even though Zacchaeus was rich in he was spiritually bankrupt. When it came to knowing God of Abraham, Adam, and Jacob. Zacchaeus made daily deposits to Chase Bank and BNC. But his spiritual bank account was overdrawn and underfunded. Yeah. He had worldly riches at the cost of spiritual brokenness. Yeah. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26 says, For what is a man's problem? If he should gain the whole world, he lose the whole soul. For what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Zacchaeus knew that he was rich or richer than anybody in all Jericho. Yeah. But love, peace, joy eluded him because money can't buy you God or yeah. his blessing. You can't pay your way into heaven. Yeah. And my pastor says, I've never seen an armored car fall in the hearse. Yeah. I tell you, church, that Zacchaeus' riches left him alone. Yeah. The second point that we see is growth. And it is found in verse 4. It says, and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see for he was He was a Zacchaeus, didn't rise in his position to be paying Cheer love. He was a cunning man and a thinking man. And he heard that a man named Jesus was passing through, and he wanted to see this man for himself. Yeah. He heard that Jesus had cast out demons. He heard that Jesus had healed the devil. He heard that Jesus had made plans to see. He heard that Jesus had raised a man named Lazarus from the dead. Yeah. And he pondered unto himself, who is this fellow named Jesus? Yeah. We can wonder all day long why he wanted to see Jesus. And we will be missed the point being made in the scripture text. The point is that he wanted to see Jesus. And realized that he could not because of his stature and the hatred of him by the Jewish people. Even if he had been taught, Zacchaeus knew that those in the crowd were foreign ranks. Hold hands, push and shove, and do whatever else was necessary to keep him in the back of the crowd. Zacchaeus had the best seats at every restaurant in Jericho. The best seats at the theater. Mm -hmm. The best seats at the arena. The best seats at the government's mansion. But his power was useless to get him the one thing he desired most at this time. The best view of Jesus. Yeah. So Zacchaeus did what he did best. He formulated a plan. 
Yeah. If that kid was no problem. He had short legs and a sloppy beard. Which is not made in front. <laughs> but on this day, he could have won Olympic gold. For in the distance, he saw a sycamore tree. And knew that if he could outrun the crowd, that he would climb up into that tree and get to be with Jesus up close and personal, that he so desperately wanted. Now I can see This is our history. That kills me like old Robert Tyler. <laughs> if you see me running, I don't have Jesus on my mind. But something is on my behalf. And if you want to live, you had better outrun the wall. Because if you don't, whatever wants to eat me is surely going to get you. I believe that Zacchaeus ran that day with the speed of an elite. But unbeknownst to him, he was running not only to see Jesus, Zacchaeus was running for his spiritual life. Zacchaeus was on the run toward peace. Zacchaeus was on the run toward joy. Zacchaeus was on the run toward heaven. Zacchaeus was on the run toward love. Zacchaeus was on the run towards hope. Zacchaeus was on the run. But more than anything, Zacchaeus was on the run towards salvation or eternal life. Something that clicked inside Zacchaeus. And though he probably didn't understand why he was on the run, I just believe that he knew that he was on the run for his life. Zacchaeus made an exit and climbed into that sycamore tree. The sycamore tree was a tree with many branches. Which overhung the road. A man of Zacchaeus' position to be part of Jesus' escort or entourage. To run ahead of the crowd and climb into a tree like a common man would be the idea. This should have been both undignified and embarrassing to him. But the presence of Jesus causes humility in one who truly seeks affection. As the Holy Spirit came to the scene of what was happening here in my man, I was reminded of St. John McCain's funeral match. There was no love lost between John McCain and Donald Trump, and neither did he. As John McCain was dying, he made known to the that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, would not be welcome in the Senator McCain was one of the most revered senators in this nation's history. And as such, would lie in state in Washington, D.C. Senator McCain was sure to head off one of the biggest funerals that this nation has ever seen, with a media presence of hundreds of more cameras, reporters, and writers. The world will be the audience for history. And yet, the most powerful man in the world, the President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, will be watching from his own couch. <laughs> What a slap in the face as the public watches the humiliation of the president. This type of situation is exactly where we find that is. The most important figure the world has ever seen, Jesus of Nazareth, is walking the streets of his town and he feels himself left out of festivity. Yeah. That was arguably one of the most important men in one of the most important towns with some of the most important connections and yet with all of his power and all of his money, he finds himself on the run like a common man, so he can meet any other common man with the same idea and see the most important man in his past. Can you see the picture of the whole world of I don't care how much fame, fortune, power, 
connections or political position you have. When Jesus shows up, none of that will do you any good. God is no respecter of men, and if you think your fame, fortune, and power can buy you everything, just try getting into heaven without knowing Jesus. God cannot be bought. God cannot be intimidated. God cannot be manipulated. And if you find yourself trying to buy, intimidate, or manipulate your way into heaven, you will find yourself just behind every time you try to run toward heaven. The believing doctrine will beat you in. The believing hormone, male or female, will beat you in. The believing drunk will beat you in. Because they figured out doing their struggles around this side of hell, that if they could just complete the run after Jesus, that everything would be all right. Oh, I tell you, church, that I just believe that thy kids didn't know why a man of his position was reduced to the run of Lord Sycamore Street for a chance to get close to Jesus. But he knew that this was the run of his life, and he knew that he could not afford to lose the run. The word of God tells us that the race is not given to the but to he that endures to you. Zacchaeus knew that he would endure shame during the run. Zacchaeus knew that he would endure humiliation during the run. Zacchaeus knew that he was not much dignified during the run. Zacchaeus knew that the world was watching him during the run. But he did not care about those in the world because his only focus was on winning the run. Getting into that sycamore tree and seeing Jesus. Sir, I would see Jesus. We've seen rich. We've seen grown. And then in verses 5 and 6, we see the reception. Verses 5 and 6 say, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down, Amen. and received him, and received him what? I tell you, church, Zacchaeus had done everything in his physical power to see Jesus, and he was about to have the reception. And verse 6 tells us that Zacchaeus received him joyfully. Yeah. Zacchaeus got more than he bargained for. And Jesus not only acknowledged him in front of Christ, he was called by name. Yeah. In the book of John, chapter 10, and verse 27, it says, My sheep, here's my, here's my voice. I know thee. And they follow me. Amen. In the book of John, chapter 1, verse 12, it says, But as many as have received him, to them he gave power to become the Son of God, even them that believe on his name. In the book of John, chapter 6, verse 44, it says, No man can come unto me except the Father which has sent him draw it. Yeah. And I will raise him up on that last day. Amen. We find these words in 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, and verse 24. Faithful is he that calls you, who also will do. Yeah. I tell you, since these scriptures spell out for us the effectual call of Jesus, who in 1 Thessalonians said he is able and will do. Jesus calls us, and we receive his call. We must first answer his call, and then he will receive us. Yeah. I tell you, church, there was a reception going on in verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 through 10 say, For by grace. You have saved through faith, and let God be saved through the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, 
created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Just like that deep-seeking missile that we talked about earlier in the sermon, it was the spirit of the living God that had sought out Zacchaeus, and he didn't even know. Zacchaeus didn't know why he so desperately wanted to see Jesus. He didn't know why he was running ahead of the crowd as if his life depended on him. He didn't know why he lost all dignity and pride as he climbed that sycamore tree. He didn't know why Jesus was there calling him by his name. But what he did know is that he now to see Jesus, and at this moment in his life, that was all that mattered to him. Satan moved in that plane. And just like the parallel of that plane talking about a heat seeking missile, Satan was throwing that pen at him. All of Zacchaeus' life to keep him from that moment. But when Jesus is locked on to a sheep, his sheep have no choice but to heed unto his voice. Because what God targets, Satan is powerless to throw off court. That's right. I tell you, church, that Zacchaeus is having a reception with Jesus that God ordained at the land of the foundation of the earth. Isn't it God, isn't it God that we serve somebody? I am nothing, I am nothing today but a mouthpiece of the Lord. I'm just a newspaper boy trying to tell the story about a Savior who came in glory and increased, and increased his territory. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save inside. We have seen the rich. We have seen the wrong. We have seen the reception. And then in verse 8 and 9, we see the restoration. Verse 8 and 9 saying, and that he was cool. And said to the Lord, Behold, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him to the poor. And Jesus said unto him, This day, his salvation comes to this house. For so much as he is also a son of the Lord. In verse 7, the Jews are mad at Jesus. Or inviting Zacchaeus to suffer. Yeah. That's God allows his children to be men. But you would never be men for the right reason. Yeah. When my mother, when God took my mother, after allowing her to suffer for three long years on this earth, dying one day at a time instead of living life for the poor, I feel the children are Why would a righteous God allow the birth of a woman that my mother was? Suffer in her hidden hand like me. God allowed my anger for years and did not give me any answers until I preached my ex mother in law's funeral 11 years, 10 years later. And it was during that time, 10 years after my mother's death, that he showed me why he let her live his last years as he did. God didn't owe me anything, right. including an explanation. Because God is sovereign, yeah. He can do whatever He wants to do, when He wants to do it. Where he wants to do it and how he wants to do it. For God in his divine wisdom preached to me as I prepared the sermon that I was to eulogize my former mother in law. The folks here were mad at Jesus and they did something that God never allowed as they judged Jesus because of his grace and mercy toward that Look at verse 7 and it says, And when they saw it, they all murmured. Saying that he was bound to be a guest with the man of the The crowd thought Jesus could have picked a better person to keep with. The crowd didn't see any redeeming by virtue in that. 
The crowd murmured. They didn't even have the guts to say it that way. Mm-hmm. About the actions of a sovereign savior. We murmur when we don't see Deacon Jones doing the way he should be doing. <laughs> we murmur when Reverend still preaches that sermon that cuts us all the pieces. How dare he preach back to me like that with all the best he had going on in his life? We rarely we murmur when Sister Deborah sings her song. How dare her testify like that? We know what she's about. In the book of Isaiah, in chapter 55, and verses 8 and 9, we find these words. So my thoughts are not your thoughts. That's right. These are my ways, your ways, say the Lord. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We murmur, because most of the time we know that what we are saying is wrong. And when we are right, we still should be gossiping. We should be praying. And most of the time, we don't have the guts to say to the person's face what we will post on Facebook. God doesn't like murmuring. If the person you are concerned with that our Lord, speak up and tell them. And heaven will stand by your actions if what they're doing is God against God's will, God's ways, and God's word, and you tell them in God's love. But if you are a backstab, tattletale, gossiper, or murmurer, as the word says today, we should know that if God doesn't stamp it, that we shouldn't say it. Right. We don't know Deacon Jones' story. We don't know Reverend Smith's story. We don't know Sister Deborah's story. And the people of that day didn't know Zacchaeus' story. They knew who Zacchaeus was, but they didn't know who Zacchaeus was about to become. A few minutes ago, Jesus, Zacchaeus couldn't see Jesus. But now, not only is that kid supposed to come to Jesus, he's about to grab a bite to eat with him. You don't need to be out here to get to Jesus. He is easier to get to than the President of the United States. Yeah. All you have to do to get to Jesus is. Yeah. If Jesus calls you up, the crowd knew the old Zacchaeus. But what they didn't know was that he had asked the call to save and something was happening on the inside of that heat. Jesus' thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways. Our way. Jesus said, For the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Amen. We are never paid judgment on the people of God unless it's righteous judgment. And 99% of the time, we don't know their story, and we pass the judgment on them for the same mess we do in our own home. We don't know what God is doing. Yeah. Has done or will do on the inside of one that answers his call, and we are never to, under any circumstance, pass judgment on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. Now, he is moving these hard hearts that he has done wrong. The verse 8 says he decided to do something about it. In the book of James, chapter 2, verses 17 and 18, even so faith, if the head is not close, then be alone. Yea, a man say that thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you thee my faith without my works. James says that faith without works dead. Mm-hmm. If you have faith, as the old saying goes, you have some skin in the game. That he has knew that he had wronged people. That he has knew that he had stolen that which did not belong to him. That he has knew that the scripture said that he was to repay what he had taken. But 20% more. But more than anything, Zacchaeus knew that he had to make restoration for what he had done. Yeah. Right. 
If we look at verse 8, we find that Zacchaeus knew that he was to be restored as a child God, and he had to help some skin. Zacchaeus knew that with the sins he had committed against God's children, it was not enough to talk talk. He had to walk the walk. In other words, Zacchaeus knew that in order for him to display the faith that he now found, he had to show some folks, or he had to show some works for all the wrongs that he had committed against the children of God. That he knew that a short man in a tree was taller than the tallest man on the ground without Jesus. That he knew that when he was on the ground, that the only way to see Jesus was to go up. I tell you today, church, that somebody in here needs to know that if they want to see Jesus, to see him him in all of his splendor, in all of his glory, the only way to the Savior is up. Jesus says, for as the heavens are higher than earth, so my ways are not your ways. And my thoughts are not your thoughts. Yeah. What the folks didn't know when they passed judgment on Zacchaeus that day was that Jesus had already went to work on the inside of Zacchaeus before he ever ran ahead of the crowd. Jesus had went to work on the inside of Zacchaeus before he ever climbed that tree. Jesus had went to work on the inside of Zacchaeus before he ever came down from that tree. When the effectual call of Jesus is on your life, you can't escape the call until you surrender to the call. Yeah. Mama may not see Paul. Brother may not see Paul. Yeah. Sister may not see Paul. Daddy may not see Paul. Uncle and auntie may not see Paul. Wife and husband may not see Paul. Your children may not see Paul. Friends may not see Paul. But when Jesus calls out your name, a name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you will answer the call no matter what kind of marriage Satan may throw at you. Jesus' thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways, and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. What the folks didn't know that day, and what Jesus, was that Jesus didn't go to dinner with a sinner, somewhere between climbing into that tree and responding to Jesus calling him by name, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus had gotten salvation. Amen. He who called you later. In this passage of scripture, we have a rich. In this passage of scripture, we have a Roman. In this passage of scripture, we have the reception. Yeah. And now, in this passage of scripture, that is, that we have a restoration that is all about through man, by mankind, through the working of the Spirit of the living God that works on the inside of man through the heart. Zacchaeus experienced the restoration as he answered the call of Jesus and gave his life over to him. Zacchaeus made a vow to restore half of his riches into those in which he had been properly received. And with the other hand, Zacchaeus vowed to restore four times more than he had taken. But in verses 9 and 10, we told we see the restoration that Jesus came about as he closed the bridge that Adam took down between mankind and God. In verse 9, Jesus said to Zacchaeus, This day is salvation comes to this house. And so told so much as he also was the son of Abraham. Jesus Abraham believed in that which he could not see. Yeah. And it was accounted to him for righteousness, which brought about his salvation. The response to Zacchaeus to the effectual call of Jesus brought about the restoration. Yeah. In the book of John, in chapter 8 and verse 56, it says, Your father Abraham, you go to see me, my dad. And he saw it was late. This is Abraham read the Old Testament scripture and saw Jesus conceived. And look to the day of the New Testament when Jesus would be revealed, God would bless Zacchaeus with eternal life or salvation in his or 
and for his belief in and answer to the special call of Jesus. But in order for salvation to be completed in both Abraham and Zacchaeus, Jesus had to die for their sin on an old rugged cross on a hill called Calvary. I tell you, church, that Jesus was and is the restoration. And he's seeking this a lot closer to his target and finds yep. 90% yep. of the time. But the Holy Spirit heats up the place, locks onto his target, never fails to hit what he aims at. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16 says, Above all, yeah. tapping the shield of faith where you, have, you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Yeah. Satan can throw all the fiery darts of countermeasures that he wants to. But when the Holy Spirit, the restoration is seeking him, yeah. all of Satan's countermeasures will fail. Jesus, just like that, he's seeking this locked onto his target and is relentless in his pursuit of that which he's locked onto. Yeah. Now he left here and now sits at the right hand. He left here and he now sits at the right hand of the Father. Yeah. But he didn't leave us alone. Right. Jesus left us a heat seeker called the Holy Ghost. And when we get hot to Jesus and respond to his effectual call as issued by the Holy Spirit yeah. and ordained and maintained by God and Heavenly Father, we will see Jesus, the restoration, who comes seeking and saving that which was lost, but nailed his family. Jesus paid the call on the cross to be the cause of the lost. Yeah. And if you are lost today, won't you give me into the voice of the restoration who brings salvation without hesitation and comes to seek and save the nation? Yeah. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can and will save anybody. Right. Seeking and saving. Won't you hear to the effectual power in his, of Jesus today? In the book of Genesis, the chapter 3 and verse 15, it says, Now with enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his head. Right. I tell you today, church, that Jesus worked with the head of Satan down to a white man at the prophet. <laughs> but Jesus, before Jesus showed up at Calvary, he fired in on Noah, who preached for 120 years. With none answering the effectual call during that time except Noah and his family. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on the three Hebrew boys in the furnace, yeah. and not even smell of smoke was in them when they came out of the fire and furnace, nothing like a breeze. Jesus, <laughs> the restoration, fired in on Daniel when he was in the lion's den. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on Samson while he was blind. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on Joshua as commander of the Lord's army. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on a man possessed of demons in the New Testament. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on a woman possessed by Israel blood as he stopped her bleeding by, and took her place on the cross. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on the Apostle Paul when he blasted him off his beast and turned him from persecuted to preacher. Yeah. Jesus, the restoration, fired in on Robert Tyler one day. Took me from chains of flame without answering his effectual call. And since he did it for me, I just know that he'll do it for you. In the beginning of this sermon, we found that 90% of the losses, their losses, in the United States, there was in the last 25 years. But we know that for 6,000 plus years, the Jesus Christ, the original, he never failed to change the target when he was locked out. Jesus paid the call on the my Jesus locks onto his heart for you and I. Fire is his message for the word of God and ultimately destroy his target, which was the old man or the old woman you and I. Or from the ashes of my seed. My Jesus, 
Share this book with your average people to seek to save that which is lost. For the evil came back. Yeah. From the ashes of Massey Church, Jesus hit with his heat seeking vessel of his word, rises up the hope of my salvation. With Jesus purchased, with Jesus purchased, and shed blood from the Holy Spirit. Seeking and saving, that's what he does for me. Zacchaeus the rich went on the road to see Jesus so that he could head over the reception and receive the resurrection. resurrection. Jesus, my Jesus, they receive and save. Amen. 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 I 
now have the announcements. Now we will stand to have the announcements.